Hey everyone, welcome to Message and the Music, hosted by your girl, Miss 3 underscore Stapleton. I am founder and CEO of Stapleton Success. We are a credit consultant and financial education firm for athletes. And as we all know, music and sports are two things that bring us all together. And let's be real, both music and sports run the culture today. So I'm here to break down the importance of some of the messages artists such as J. Cole, Nipsey Hussle, Beyonce, Biggie Smalls, Jay-Z, amongst other up-and-coming artists actually drop in their verses that you may or may not have caught while listening to them. And I'm also here to give you a few tips on those financial um, tidbits that they place in the songs. We kick off the series with none other than the late, great, Nipsey Hussle. Now, Nipsey was somebody that if you listen to any of his music, you know, it was motivational. He he was teaching this generation about things that we would never have known about um, otherwise. And the first song that we're going to touch upon is his song Rap Niggas. Now, in Rap Niggas, uh, Nipsey raps about the difference between him and other rappers. And in the first verse, he drops a few bars that we actually should take heed to. In the first verse, he says, white boy in Manhattan, pay my tax, niggas. Now, if you know anything about that, whether you're an athlete, a music an entrepreneur or an actor, you have to pay taxes. Now, us everyday people may not look at taxes or even that statement as anything of importance because the average person is really looking to get a tax refund when tax time rolls around. But once you get to a certain tax bracket, things get a little different. It gets a little tricky. It gets a little bit more involved. You know, you have to start, once you start investing, earning multiple sources of income and earning income in multiple locations, your tax situation actually changes and no longer can you just go on tax layer or turbo tax to handle those things. Like it, it becomes complicated and you actually will end up owing Uncle Sam a pretty penny. So what do you do? Not pay your taxes? Absolutely not. That is how you get your wages garnished. That is the fastest way to probably get your wages garnished, except for child support. So <laughs> it can even land you in jail. And here are just some examples of some well-known people that have actually run into tax problem and actually ended up in jail for. Some of them ended up in jail for this. I mean, people like DMX, Martha Stewart, Mike Tyson, even Manny Pacquiao ran into um, tax problems. And I can actually probably do a whole episode, a whole segment, because there are so many athletes, actors, and entrepreneurs that feel like they can make all the money in the world and that they can just use all these loopholes and not pay any taxes. I mean, I think the only person that can get away with that is Trump. And even he has come up, come down on scrutiny because of that. So how do you ensure that your taxes are in order? Number one, you need to find a reputable tax professional. Just because your cousin says tax professional LLC on their um, Facebook page does not mean that they're a reputable professional. You need to understand your tax situation, i.e., do you play ball overseas? Do you earn multiple sources of income in multiple countries? Are you selling investment properties? Because all of these different things actually affect the type of taxes that you'll end up owing. Uh, the third thing that you need to be aware of is tax planning, tax planning. And I'm going to say it again, tax planning. Tax planning for me is one of the most underused financial tools, in my opinion. Tax planning is like the strategy that you use to ensure that you're minimizing your tax liability. Do you have write-offs? You know, like 
the number one write-off that a lot of people know about is um, your mileage. If you're driving a car strictly for business, you can write off your mileage or even our famous meals and entertainment. You know, when you go out to eat with and you're taking your clients or you're not taking your clients because I know a lot of people that, you know, their everyday eating is just like it's a it's a write-off. But if you're doing it the right way, that that is a benefit. Are you, you know, um are you giving to charity? You know, whether it be time or actual assets, giving to charity is actually a way, you know, with the new tax laws and everything that Trump has put into play, it is a bit different this year, but you still can get a bit of a write-off for things like that. And are you buying a new asset? Are you buying a new car or buying new equipment? All these things should be um, taken into account when you're actually doing your tax situation because a lot of times you have depreciation amongst um, large enough assets and you could be buying things in, in a year where you know, you can get a major write-off and because you don't know about it, you're not even taking advantage of that. So all of these things should be discussed with your tax professional to ensure that you're minimizing your tax liability. So speaking of tax planning, we go right into the next line of what Nipsey had to say in the song, which was open trust account deposit racks, nigga. Now, we all heard the part about depositing the racks, okay? But we ain't all on that level. What we're actually speaking about is just like we said with tax planning, trust. Trust is not only a tax planning tool, but they're also an estate planning tool. It's also a way to, you know, like my father used to say, CYA, cover your ass, okay? <laughs> and your assets. Um, most people look at trust as a way to pass down an inheritance and you always hear people saying, oh, they were a trust fund baby. And, you know, you just look at it as wealthy individuals are the only ones that um, set up trust. But in all actuality, if you're if you have anything of importance down to a car, a watch, you know, anything like that, um, if you're buying property especially, you definitely need to know about trust, know, you know, the bare minimum. So um, a lot of wealthy people set up trust for two main reasons. Number one, to ensure their assets um, within the trust are not placed into probate court. Because um, when you die, you, if you do not have a will, and sometimes even if you do have a will, your assets will be put into a probate court in which your family will have to get a lawyer and they'll have to you know, pay a fee, pay money to go to probate court in order to get your assets back. And I know that sounds crazy because if you have a will that explains where everything goes, then you would expect that that would be followed. But there are major situations where that is not the case. And you don't want to put your family through that. And also to make sure that everything goes to the correct individual, because, I mean, we've all seen that Lifetime movie or that episode of Law and Order where somebody kill somebody and rewrite the will and try to take all the money. So just making sure that things are written up in a trust is a like ironclad way to make sure that everything goes the way that it should. And the second reason for a trust is to avoid certain taxes, such as estate taxes and AB taxes, which is placed on the belongings of the person when they die. So a lot of wealthy people know about this. Now, trust in the state, in the sense of the everyday person is if you're buying real estate, and say you, God forbid, get into a car accident and somebody sues you and they know that you have this real estate, they can go after it because the real estate is in your name. Now, if you were to buy that real estate and put it in a trust, you are no longer the owner of that property. 
when they Google your name, that property no longer shows up under you. Therefore, it's, it's kind of like the next step LLC. You know, we all get LLCs because they're limited liability corporations. And you're like, oh, you can't sue me. You got a, I got an LLC. I'm protected. No, in reality, a trust is like one of the only ways that you're actually fully protected. It's a lot of people that, you know, people like Google me. Google me and see what I have. But if you're smart and once you get to that certain tax bracket, you really don't want people in your business. You really don't want people to know what you have because once people know what you have, they come after it. We're in the day and age where, you know, suing people is is the norm. I mean, one of the songs that we're going to do on the podcast is Ludacris and Rick Ross. And in the song, Ludacris actually speaks about one of his family members coming to his house and putting their hand in front of the dog's mouth and getting bit by the dog and then turning around and suing Ludacris for that. And Ludacris looked at it like, is this a setup? Like, this is my own family. Like, are you serious? You know, and he's probably done so much to help that person. So just to know that your own family can do that, you know, anybody, a stranger would do that if you get in a car accident. Well, that kind of wraps up our um, episode for today. I'm I'm really trying to keep these episodes between 10 and 15 minutes just to give you um, just a little bit of information and just keep it short and sweet. And until next time, follow me on Instagram, Miss 3 underscore Stapleton. I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn as Dominique Stapleton. Um, use the hashtag message in the music to see everything um, trending with the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time.